Welcome back everyone. You've reached Manta Aquatics. This is Juan and Steven. Today's topic is plants versus coral. What's up everyone? We're back. <laughs> I'm excited. We're finally yep. back. Yep, yep. We've been busy. We got you know, doing some personal things here and there these past couple weeks, and I know Steve got sick one weekend, so that didn't. Yeah. We couldn't do our podcast that week, but we got a couple updates here ourselves and our tanks, and yeah, my uh, so my my big update is I got a Amazon puffer for my freshwater tank. Let me tell you, he's a fat little chunky monkey. Uh, he's loving life, and he's he's at a one eighty. And uh, he just thinks he just rules that tank, which is funny because I was talking to one of the store, uh, actually the former store owner, and uh, I was saying it's kind of like having a little puppy in the tank because, you know, most fish will come, see, come say hello if you, know, if you walk by the tank. Yeah. But I feel like a puffer takes it to like the extreme because he goes from like top of the tank, bottom of the tank, top of the tank, bottom of the tank, and he goes so side to side. Yeah. yeah. And he's, and the, like the way they swim is always like a tail wag, so it's pretty entertaining fish yeah i definitely want to go see him i know he's not the only one in there he's pretty chunky too so yeah he's a so when i first bought him they're like oh he will only eat live food they swore and like the first time i put pellets in there he's like jump 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 Did they really yeah wow yeah he had no hesitation that's so. weird i wonder why they i guess they never tried feeding it other things yeah well they fed it black worms and that's what they were feeding them and then i just dumped some what uh, bug bites in there and he seemed to enjoy those that's good so i didn't have any issue with him yeah you don't have to worry about having like live food on hand you know yeah no i don't like i said he, he'll eat blood worms and he'll eat snails but he prefers the pellets yeah so which is probably why he's so chunky probably <laughs> so that's uh my big freshwater update uh saltwater having some coral struggles right now which that's putting it mildly in fact, most of my corals in, is in Juan's tank right now uh, while I fight off these fermented snails, which have become uh, plague levels. So Yeah, you had to pull everything out. Minus the leather and the GSP, though. Yes, the leathers. Good tip out there if you have fermented snails and you can't get rid of them, go for the leathers because <laughs> uh, they don't seem to attach the leather so much, or GSP for that matter. So That's good. Didn't you... Um... Your mom, she was looking for a couple things too, wasn't she? Yeah, my mom's tank got wiped out by Ick. She lost all of her fish, which that was sad. And uh, she since has, she took off like a week or two. So she just added some uh, baby Corys back. So hopefully they'll do better. And I told her to get cherry barb because cherry barbs are like the bomb-proof chalk bass of the freshwater world. Yeah. And, uh, but she decided to go with the Corys, so. She loves her Corys. She really does love Corys, so. Hopefully those will, uh, do well for her, and, uh, she won't have that ick problem. Yeah, has she set up any other tanks, or? or no, I set up my 10-gallon, finally, which, I don't know, I think it's been down for, like, a year. Yeah, the 10-gallon, uh, I'd say even, I, I feel like it's been forever. Yeah, I had Sam, the betta fish, in there, and then Sam died, because of, because there are, Upstairs, the AC broke, so it got to like 100 degrees, <laughs> and uh, I I moved him downstairs, but he already had fin rot, and so that didn't work out well. But I don't I think soon after that, 
the tank just kind of like fell in a disrepair. So. <laughs> it, it sat there for the longest yeah, time. I was like at a period of mourning because I was like, oh, Sam's gone. I don't want to do yeah. this tank. So. And then I remember you had gotten, had just gotten into your salt water and something happened with like either the chalk bass or yeah, the royal grom I at had the time. It, yeah, I got ick in my salt water. So I set it up as a salt water tank for a long time. Then I just kind of kept it there in case it ever came back. Right. And then it never came back. So I just kind of sat there. Then the water evaporated. Yeah. And so I don't know if the listeners know this, but uh, regular salt water, the salt doesn't leave the water. So just fresh water. So I checked it right before I changed it to fresh water. I think that there was like 1.028 or 2.9, um, which is like almost to like the max of a refractometer. So it was very high salt content. So, but I changed it. It's going to be a freshwater planted quarantine tank. That's its goal. Yeah, it's about time they had something in there. Yeah. It's been so long that it it's just been sitting there with just half empty <laughs> tank with water. Yeah, hopefully, uh, I bought some fish, some Daniels tonight to kind of break it in, and hopefully that will get going. And really, the main purpose as well, because my mom doesn't have a quarantine tank. So I was going to have... So that would help with like the ick issues or anything like that? So that way we both could put our new fish in there. Because I don't want to get ick in my big tank. That would be horrible. Right. So so hopefully that will fix that problem. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, hopefully. Because I know she's got um, like two that are still in... Two tanks that are still in boxes or something? She returned one. Oh, uh, did she? Yeah. I think the eight gallon. uh, She said she just needed money. I don't know what she needed money for, but... She needed money for it, so she took it back, and uh, so now she only got one. Well, she wasn't using it, and she had it was just pets for it. So yeah, so yeah, she took that back. So she still has one. I told her to set the other one it was a quarantine tank, but now that I have the ten gallon, she's probably not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to just grab more fish. Yeah, we were sitting in boxes for a long time. So yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, any other updates or anything? Mm. The one eighty is still black beer free. Yeah, it's still free. I got shrimp now again. Yeah. That's the first time in a while. Right. So yeah, it's have, been like half a year or something like that. Yeah. I got cherry shrimp and uh, those uh, Blue Dream oh, Neocaridinas. Yeah. One of the females is uh, bearing. I saw her fanning it. So that's... Uh, I have them in there with hill streams and the Stiffidon gobies, which they're both supposed to be able to live with dwarf shrimp. So I'm going to put that to the test. Yeah. That'll be fun to, to see if any of them make it out alive. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually hoping to upgrade that tank to a 30-gallon here pretty soon. Um, I keep telling you 40, though. Yeah, I know. It's going to happen. I So I don't know how much weight that dresser can hold. That's my big oh, problem. Oh, okay. Because it's got to fill that dresser, and I don't know if a 40 seems like it's kind of... It's upstairs on a dresser. Right, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. That's Maybe. true. Yeah, I forgot you're trying to put it upstairs. Yeah. If it was downstairs, I'd probably get a lot bigger tank but upstairs i don't know so we'll see yeah what are your updates um well mine are mainly just salt water i've just i've gotten more more fish since last time for sure ended up getting the mandarin goby this uh not this past weekend but the weekend before that we had a, a coral show here in town and so one of the local stores was running a sale on, on their livestock so I decided to go ahead and grab him then and there. He was also eating frozen food, so that was also another plus. Because you know how picky they can be. Yeah. I'm glad he's not just eating frozen. Yeah. So I make, I give him a mix of, of frozen and live food. 
And then I did pick up a couple corals as well because we did end up going to Nashville like, what, three weeks ago as well? Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I feel like that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. And I ended up getting coral when we went uh, out there to Nashville. And I have a lot more now because I'm housing a lot of Stevens corals right now. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell I'm crying in the inside. <laughs> yeah, poor Steve, his tank. Right now he's got his fishing, like we said earlier, his GSP and his leathers, which he actually finally gave me a frag of his leather. Yeah, he's been having me on that for like, I don't even know how long. Else. I know. So I'm, I'm sitting here staring at it. And I'm really excited about that that one coral. Out of everything, the leather is probably the one I've been looking forward to the most because he's had he's had two now, and they're pretty decent size. So it literally just involved like thirty seconds worth of cutting it off and <laughs> like gluing effort. it to a frag plug. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, I mean, that's really all I have. My freshwater is doing good. Um, actually, just found some baby shrimps in my 10 gallon which surprised me because there weren't supposed to be any neocaridinas in that tank only a mono shrimp but there apparently is a mom in there i can't find her though but i have a couple babies in that uh, 10 gallon tank and then in my daughter's all shrimp tank um there's also some babies in there so that's also exciting i got babies in both tanks and the most important thing you're you're trying to get planted so so we were in nashville and juan buys this like out of the box pre-seeded like disc basically and uh, we stuck this disc in the tank and i honestly i thought it was like magic beans at first because right. it looked like just a disc with like some kind of almost like hair algae yeah it did look like hair, hair algae i was very skeptical putting it in the so tank. at first i was like wow why well, you bought a disc with some hair algae on it <laughs> but it's actually starting to grow it has like i don't know like uh kind of like it kind of looks like Monte Carlo, but not really. Yeah, I was going to say, like, pearl weed, like the little yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah, so it's, that's finally growing. It was it, the, we saw it in the tank, and I asked the employee what kind of plant it was, and she didn't know because the boxes don't say what kind of plants, yeah. or like, what kind of seeds these are. <laughs> They're just, like, on these, like, random rocks or, like, a random, like, bisque thing. So I was like, all right, well, I'll give it a try. Maybe I can get it to carpet in my 10-gallon. I just had visions of the office when uh, uh, Jim sells Dwight those magic beans. Oh, my god! And he's yes. like, he's like, no, you don't want these magic beans. Like, I don't know how these even got here. He throws them away. Right. I, I, I was certain that's what this was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I was skeptical because it said, like, three to five days you'd see some, like, growth. I didn't see any till like, a week later. Just long enough for the warranty to expire. Right. Yeah, I was like, well, I guess I gotta pull it out and throw it away. But then Steve was like, no, I see some plants. And I was like, where? They were like super tiny. Yeah. So it's starting to come in now. So yeah. I guess they weren't magic beans after all. Right, yeah. So now we just gotta wait and see how long they'll take to actually, you know, spread throughout the whole bottom of the tank. But yeah, it's. I was getting worried there for a second. <laughs> but yeah, those are pretty much all my updates for, you know. My, both my tanks. Yeah, so, yeah, so we're, we're just chugging along. But so today we're going to talk about uh, plants versus coral. So me and Juan kind of talked about it before, kind of what we wanted to speak on. But I, I feel like this was kind of a good topic because my corals are sucking. and Right. And this has seemed kind of appropriate. We were going to have the talk. It'd be, I hate coral. Yeah, we felt <laughs> <laughs> We felt that was a little, a little too strong. There. Yeah, so... 
maybe hate is a little too much. So we're gonna talk about because the whole the whole backstory to this topic is I keep telling Juan I'm gonna turn my saltwater tank into a planet tank. <laughs> yes, every time. So we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> so so let's let's talk about so the the first point we we're gonna be is the cost between plants and coral. Right. Which. This kind of leads me to my whole argument of turning the saltwater tank into yeah. a planet tank. Yeah, and I see, I saw that coming too. Yeah, so I'm sure this is not a surprise. So my thing is, so let's just take the leather I just gave him. Okay. So it was, I gave it to you for lots of monies, of course. Correct. Yes, thousands of dollars. Thousands. Yes. So the local stores here, they sell those for the cheapest we saw in Nashville was forty five dollars. Right, and it's like the size is like the size of a quarter. Yeah, and then here, how much do they sell them for? Uh, like a hundred and forty-five. Yes. So for like the exact same size. Right. So. <laughs> so well, the funny part was I actually talked to a, a saltwater um, employee today, and I asked her how much they why those cost so much. Apparently, there's like it's a certain brand that they buy, and that's why they're so high. Like they're like a certain like a wholesaler they're getting them from yeah really and she said like they're like trademarked or something and I'm like I'm pretty sure that looks just like any of the other ones how do you I mean I don't know she said she 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 said there's some kind of special name it's hard to their ass I don't remember what it was but she was like yeah it's a trademark and I'm like nope that's just a green leather coral I don't care what <laughs> what they call it but that's what it is that's very interesting I've never heard of that. Yeah, I thought it was. I, I had never heard of it either because I was curious to see. Because, I, I mean, how do you go from $45 to 150 right. just by driving like three hours? I was like, that seems kind of. Yeah, and weird. I want to say the one in um, that yeah. was three hours away, theirs was actually a little bit bigger than. Yeah, the one it was that's bigger. Here. Yeah, the one in Nashville was bigger. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of strange. That is very strange. But yeah, their prices, you know, they vary. Well, they're a lot higher, you know? Yeah, they are. And so, I mean, that's just kind of one point with coral is, depending, in my personal experience, it depends where you go. Correct. So, we just had the, what's called a Fragtopia here, and it's basically like a swap meet for... Different vendors, yeah, different around, vendors. around the states. Here. Now, tell them how much the entry fee was for a VIP. Do we want to tell them that, though? Do they want to cry? <laughs> So a VIP uh, entry pass was worth $150. And what did that get you? So that gets you, uh, what was it, 30 raffle tickets, uh, shirt, and um, 30 minutes entry early into the show. So before everyone else, you get 30 minutes in and, you know, you can pretty much just cherry pick, you know, whatever kind of cores you want. And I believe that was pretty much it. Right. And so... So, but to be fair, most of the tickets were not one hundred fifty dollars. Right. Yeah. If you just got general admission, it was I believe twenty dollars a ticket. Ten. I think it was ten. It could have been ten. I can't remember. Now. You you paid twenty because you paid for both. Oh ones. right. Yeah. Yeah. So ten. Yeah. Ten dollars per person. So. But yeah. So that, so that's kind of my point with coral is it depends where you go. So now would you say that like at a swap meet for example is that cheaper than a store? Uh, yeah, I want to say it was cheaper because there was, 
multiple vendors there that came and some came from Florida, some Georgia, you know, some of them drove a good, a good bit to be there to sell coral. And, you know, you would think they would want to sell them at like a good price to get rid of, you know, what they brought in yeah, to make money. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of rare stuff that I saw that, you know, you don't have in the stores here. There's definitely a lot more torches that I'd ever seen ever. Yeah, that's true. I felt like clove polyps were really popular this year, too. Yeah, they really were. And zoanthids, of course, those were pretty popular. I would say things I saw were zoanthids, clove polyps, and, like, hammers. I saw a lot, quite a few of those, too. Yeah. So, but, I, I mean, I feel like the prices were pretty decent. Um, but now, so that's, that's kind of coral, kind of where to get it. So, you know, the local stores here, I would say they're pretty high. And every once in a while, like, you'll see this meat thing. But obviously, having a friend who has a saltwater tank is the best way to go. Right, especially if they have, like, big colonies. Sure. Now, well, let's go with plants. Like, there's no real swap meats for, for plants. No, there isn't, like, at all. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of, like, a plant swap meat. Yeah, unless it's, like, you're, like, trying to find, like, a super rare type of plant, which I don't even know anyone <laughs> around here that would have anything like that, but... That's true. Hey, I want those pink flamingos, those yes. crips. Yeah. I want one. I'm thinking about getting one. Yeah, they're sold out. <laughs> yeah, everywhere's sold out. Yeah. So, there's these crips. Um, if you go to Aquarium Cult's website... Um, they have, they're like 30 bucks but they're like they're bright pink and i've been after these for a while because my dwarf lily is pink and it died so i need another pink replacement yeah there's really nowhere around here where you would go to like a plant a freshwater plant swap the only places you go here are your local fish stores or if you order online you know if you don't want to go to your like if you don't see like a good quality you know local fish stores here for plants I have noticed, like, we're generally, me and you, we're more eager or willing to buy plants online than corals. Because I don't think we, either one of us has bought a coral online. No. I think because, like, plants, they're a lot more hardier than, than a coral would be, you know? I don't think it's that. I think it's cost. I think it's, it could be both. For me, it's how finicky corals can be. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, if you, if you found a leather for $10 on, I don't even know what webs like tidal gardens or like maybe live aquariums, like a bigger one. Right. You probably, and the shipping was decent. Like if it was, let's take aquarium cult is five dollars. Yeah. If they if they if aquarium cult sold tomorrow sold corals and it's five dollars shipping, then yes, I'd definitely be buying. Yeah. See, coral. I feel like that's it's a cost thing. It's not really a hardy thing. Could be both. I feel like it'd, it'd be both depending on the type of coral you're getting though. You know, I mean, even if it was SPS, I feel like I would still buy it if it was cheap enough, and the and the company that stood behind it had a good guarantee. You're right. Yeah, because I feel like every time I check like Tidal Gardens, it's like like just for example, like that leather I checked earlier was 105 dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, no, and the shipping you know is gonna be like 30, 40 bucks, and I don't know what the guarantee is gonna be on that. Right. Yeah. So, so that's my thing. So, I mean, plants are like, we just did a big plant order, too. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, you did. Okay. I just ordered it for you. Yes. <laughs> okay, I did a big plant <laughs> order recently. So, I, most of the plants were like 7 to $12. Yeah. 
and you know five dollar shipping but we hit the shipping thing anyway right yeah we we ended up buying um a brine shrimp hatchery so that kind of put us over that the whole five dollar thing right so but that i think that kind of goes to my point as far as the, the cost between the freshwater and or plants and coral um I say swaps are better for coral, and then kind of online is better for plants, unless you could find a local store. Yeah, which is I feel like here recently it's been a, a bit tougher to buy or yeah. find good decent plants like at your, our local yeah. stores here. I'm not sure why that is either. I'm not sure why. Well, aquarium co-op said it's just hard to find plants right now. Yeah, yeah, I know he's got. Well, when we ordered, he had a, a good bit of things um plants that were sold out yeah because i know i was going for some monte carlo but that was sold out so yeah. i couldn't get that but even here in stores it's been weeks since i've seen any so yeah i mean i, I feel like the same way and i don't know if this is, my thing with going to like a local store is once you have the plant you can kind of read just make more of the plant right so you really just have to buy it for the first time which i feel like coral is not really like that no because corals do take a while to to grow right and to you know finally be able to frag something you need like a pretty decent sized colony for that so how do you feel like the the care is different between coral and plants oh very different because plants require almost no care (laughs) you just need you know good light some don't even require good flow and yeah. even some don't require as high of light some plants can be grown in the dark pretty much yeah pretty much yeah you don't have to there's some mosses out there that i was actually listening to corin Cross podcast he was saying like one of them he doesn't even he runs like just light from a window or like even not even like close by oh and, wow and he said they'll grow just fine it was some kind of moss i think it was java moss i think he's like yeah just throw it in a bucket and it just grows and I was like, try doing that with a coral. <laughs> yeah, for real. I think we're dying like a day. Yeah. <laughs> it could survive. So I feel like that's a big difference between the two. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, corals just, they're so more demanding. You know, they, depending on what kind of coral it is, you know, they would need medium to high flow or low flow. They would need to be set a little higher on your rock work or lower to not get as much light yeah and, and I, even like so like plants you dose you don't even have to dose fertilizer yeah most plants like the plants i keep you don't but i mean there are plants that do require right yeah but around here most people don't even try and go for those no i mean i'll be honest with you right now i usually go for the most easiest plants i can find because yeah. i feel like it's less maintenance yeah. less care and you know it'll actually survive because, I mean, I've kept high-grade plants. I'm like, they just don't... They do the same thing the low-grade plants do. Right. And they they don't really look that different. <laughs> They're still green. It's still a green bush in there. Right. So, a green bush or another green bush, and this one dies, and this one doesn't die. <laughs> so, but yeah. with, with coral, it's not really like that, because, like, you have so many different colors. Right. So many different colors, different types, you know? Right. It's true. I mean, I feel like there are different textures in freshwater because like anubius is like a bigger leaf and it's kind of firm right and like uh like thalassnare is like grass and 
useful and it's like little palm trees so yeah. i mean there is some variety but with coral it's like you know you have bubble corals like little yeah, like hammers yeah, frog spawns yeah. yeah um so there's leathers so there's a lot of different stuff yeah yeah definitely the care for plants are a lot easier than it would be for for corals because you know you take care of a good plant it'll grow like in a week you know and you just trim it and then replant it yeah so then that's kind of my point because like if you ask me for a plant like a peaceful plant i wouldn't even question it be like yeah sure whatever yeah you just go into your tank cut it you know because i mean i because with plants i feel like you're you're constantly trimming them anyway yeah so it's not really like it's like oh i was gonna throw this away here you can have it with coral it's not like it's not like that no like you, you don't ever go to a coral like I'm going to chop this off and throw this away. <laughs> it's just too big. Yeah, this, this has just gotten too big. It's out of hand. So, I mean, it's just, it's just not like that. No, definitely not. Yeah. I feel like any, even if, like, even if, like, you or, like, a good friend asked somebody, like, can I have a core? You're like, I don't know. How good a friend are we? Right, like, yeah, like you start you, questioning. <laughs> uh, you, you didn't take the trash out last time. And so you I didn't don't, hold that door. Yeah, I don't think so, so. I think that's kind of the, the difference there. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a big difference because, I mean, corals, you got to be on your water parameters, you know, where fresh. You could pretty much not do a water change for like a whole month and it'd be fine. Well, and I think that's actually the more plants you have, generally the less water change you have to do. Right. With corals, it's like the opposite. Like the more, the corals, more corals you have, either the more water change you have to do or the more you have to dose it key nutrients into the tank so yeah. depending if you know what you're running but with plants it's like oh I'm, I'm, i'll clean your water for you i'll do it don't worry about it <laughs> and coral's like give me all yeah. so clean the water yeah. we're done. i feel it's kind of like a roommate like so coral's kind of like that roommate who eats all your stuff and then plants are like the good roommate who's like i filled clean the it. fridge for yeah. you so i mean it just kind of depends what you're looking for so i mean i think definitely both they have their benefits. Yeah. Now, I kind of want to talk about uh, tank inhabitants, too. Like, are there any, like, fish you can't keep with coral? Or there's any fish you can't keep with plants? Well, I guess for... If you were trying to keep, like, clove polyps and you couldn't have any wrasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> so, uh, my wrasse has a certain taste <laughs> for expensive clove polyps yes i bought a 35 dollar clove polyp and it was gone within like a week and it was like not just gone but there was like a crater where it was yeah. like it was just gone gone so he's a monster yeah definitely because i mean unless you're like for fresh unless it's like a cichlid or something yeah I mean, african cichlids central american cichlids um and there's a few like random ones that eat plants like or hidden fish no one knows about right um i heard uh i think it's tinfoil barbs i heard they were plant eaters a few other ones but for the vast majority of fish at least community fish they'll find they're fine with plants yeah they if anything they want plants right and they benefit from them oxygen takes stuff out of the tank so yeah they get to hide from them from other fish yeah that they're getting bullied true. from yeah i i don't think Barely, really meet anyone who's like, you shouldn't have plants in your planted or your community tanks. Yeah. Everybody's like, you should try it. You should put more. Yeah. Now, is there a limit of plants or coral to have in a tank? Honestly, I don't think there is. 
for either one. I've seen multiple tanks, both coral and planted, that are like stomped. You know, where yeah. you're, you're just like you can't put anything else, and then they find something to put in there. <laughs> just we'll make room. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, just you know, we'll move these these over here. I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing with my 180. I feel like I'm do- I just I'm just cherry picking like all the different plants. I'm like throwing it in there like let's see if this works and then it dies i'm like okay no big deal with coral it's like every six months all right let me painstakingly go through research to find out will this work and then i'll try it yeah. with plants it's like eh, throw it in there if it makes it good if not yeah. that's okay <laughs> yeah definitely i don't think um in like i said the only ones that i know based off of like what we have had for for like coral wise the rasses are the only ones. Oh, and your, uh, your, your crab. emerald crab. Yes, yeah. the, cra- the crab of death. Yes. He's disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. I know. Yeah, well, You haven't been able to find him, yeah. and you've like taken all the rocks out, too. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe he was on one of the rocks. But you think my room would smell really bad if he had died. Yeah, because they are in your room yeah. still. So Maybe the cat got him. I don't know. He could have. But besides those two, I-, I can't think of anything else in saltwater that would go after like corals that at least that what we have kept in our yeah. tanks i mean there are a lot of coral eating right fish but most most of the, our local fishers don't sell those fish or, or they'll let you know that this is a coral eating fish yeah because a lot of people won't you know they want to keep coral so yeah i mean why else do it <laughs> yeah um well I, I would say most hobbyists like a reef tank but i feel like the public tanks they're usually um fish just, only yeah so I feel like that's more common. But yeah. is there anything anything else you wanted to touch up on? No, I feel like we've covered kind of everything I want to talk about. The only other thing I was going to talk about with uh, plants is you can move them outside to a pond, and I feel like that's kind of a cool step up. Because like I know a lot of like aquarists, they'll uh, have like indoor like a planted Ponds. tank, yeah, and then well, during the summertime they'll move those plants outside. Oh, gotcha. Then, yeah, and then they'll kind of do that as well so which is another part of the hobby yeah because you really can't do that with Coral. the corals yeah only to, i did see Corey had a brine shrimp outside tank but he i didn't see you know he didn't put in coral or anything else. yeah no so i don't know if you could do that with coral i'm maybe like i don't know I, you'd it'd have to be heated and yeah with I, a lid I want to see someone try to do pretty like, much like a tank outdoors. Yeah. is what it would be like. I, my only thing would be the 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 rain would mess up the salinity. I feel like that would screw with it. Yeah, yeah, that's that would be the one thing. Because then you'd have you'd have to have a lid, and then you I feel like you'd always be you know checking your parameters a lot. Yeah, because then you got you got the sunlight out there. Yeah, you get yeah. some algae. At least we don't have to worry about mosquitoes. That's true. So there's there's that. There is that. <laughs> so anybody out there who's got a you know a saltwater tank, yes, outdoors, a saltwater, a coral saltwater like pond thing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty let, much a saltwater pond. Yes, let us know because yeah. I feel like that would be. We would like to see this. Yeah. So maybe that's something to look into. Yeah, maybe we were looking at ponds for a good little yeah. bit. In fact, I went to a pond uh, store today, just kind of looking at stuff, but. Yeah, I think we've hit most of the points, and uh, I'm glad we came back. We're able to do another podcast. Yeah, definitely. We'll try and keep back on it every week, uh, you know, given 
you know how how busy our our personal schedules are. Not busy at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we weren't pretty busy today. So yeah, that's true. But yeah, thanks for sticking around, everyone. Catch um, you next time.